0: Let's get it. Yeah, sir. What's poppin' with y'all, man? Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Until Further Notice podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. OG Hatch, man. You know what the fuck it is, man. What's up with y'all, man? How y'all doing out there, man? Hope y'all out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit going on through them streets. We all know that shit by now. Um, I want to say shout out to every motherfucking body around the world that's tapped in and joined the conversation. Um, I truly appreciate that shit. <clears throat> let's keep this shit going, man. Let's keep building this shit brick by brick. Um, let's keep building this motherfucking me empire, man. Um, I want to say this episode right here, you know what I'm saying? It's dedicates Everybody out there grinding, man. Out there getting to a bag during these wild-ass times, man. Um, no matter how you get into that bag, you know what I'm saying? ain't no judgmental-ass nigga. <laughs> I ain't no, no judgy-ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? But I want to say shout-out to everybody, you know what I'm saying, that's getting to a bag during these wild-ass times. Um, I know 2020 threw a curveball at a lot of motherfuckers, man. So shout-out to everybody that's fortunate enough to, to be able to still keep a motherfucking me job. Um, shout-out to everybody who, who was able to bounce back after losing their job, whether to bounce back and still be able to feed their family and shit like that. Um, who would love to just bounce back and just keep a few, few dollars in their pocket, man? You know what I'm saying? 2020 been a wild-ass year. Uh, motherfuckers been throwing curveballs all month of the year, man. So shout-out to everybody that's getting to a month of me bag, man. This episode is dedicated to you. Um, it's a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit I want to get into this week, man. So I ain't going to hold job, man. I'm going to jump right into it. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'd be a bitch-ass nigga, you know what I'm saying, if I came in here. You know what I'm saying? This week on the episode, and then start the podcast off with saying, rest in peace to Tiny motherfucking Lister. Um, We all know him as motherfucking me, Debo. I want to say, rest in peace to Debo. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? 2020, man, we've been been losing a lot of iconic motherfuckers, man. You go from Nipsey Hussle, you go from Kobe Bryant, you go from Charlie Boseman, um, you go to Debo. Uh, We've been losing a lot of motherfucking iconic people, a lot of iconic black figures in our culture, man. And shit is kind of crazy, man. When you really think about it, and when we think about all the other shit that's going on in 2020, um, it's kind of like I hope you hope that shit don't become the backdrop of 2020. You know what I mean? You want to make sure you put you keep that shit in the forefront. How we've been losing iconic figures in our culture, man. Um, the shit is really sad. You know what I'm saying? I want to say my prayers and condolences to his family, um, all his fans, all his friends. Uh, we've all been impacted by this loss of, of ours, man, This was a big loss to the culture, man. Um, we all know him by Debo. True wrestling fans know him as Zeus. Um, you know, you know the crazy thing about this Debo situation, man. You know he he died at sixty-two. Um, you know, when I was young, man, I used to think sixty-two was old as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember, think back when you was a kid, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? When you was a kid, and you used to think about motherfuckers being in their forties, motherfuckers being in their fifties. You know what I'm saying? my Motherfucker is 60. You just imagine him walking around with a cane back off, fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Can't hear out of one ear. But it's like the older I get, now that I'm 25, you know what I'm saying? Now that I'm halfway to 50, it's like, damn, that that's that's not that old. You know what I'm saying? Like when you looked at when you looked at Tiny lips when you looked at Debo, you know what I'm saying, you didn't see you didn't see this coming. You know what I'm saying? So is it's fucked up that it happened. Um, I want to send my prayers and condolences once again to his family, all his fans, all his friends, um, anyone else impacted by this, by this huge loss of ours in this culture. Um, 2020 is a, is, a, is, a fucked up year, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a year motherfuckers talk about for, for years to come, um, over a few drinks. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be some shit with motherfuckers. Man, you remember that fucked up time when it's always going to be 2020 when motherfuckers refer to that. You know what I'm saying? Um. The one thing about the you know the, the the passing of Debo, it made me, you know, it made me refuel my hatred <laughs> for Hulk Hogan, man. I can't stand that nigga, Hulk Hogan, man. Fuck that nigga, man. Like when you really think about Hulk Hogan, my nigga. When you really think about Hulk Hogan, you know, motherfuckers get mad at Vlad, motherfuckers get mad at any white comedian, any white hip, post Malone. Any nigga, any white dude that come into hip hop, we call him ass a culture vulture. Niggas ain't called Hulk Hogan a culture vulture yet. I, why the fuck not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To me, in my eyes, in my humble opinion, Hulk Hogan is probably the first culture vulture ever. I hate that nigga, man. I can't stand all that brother talk. All that motherfucking brother talk. I hate when niggas say, I hate when niggas keep that brother talk going. So just imagine how I feel when this big hunky ass white man just walking around with all his brother talk. Fuck out of here, man! I can't stand Hulk Hogan, man. And I don't forget about his Donald Sterling moment. You know, so how that nigga was feeling about his daughter. You know, what I'm saying when she was, I think she was getting engaged to a to a black dude or some shit like that. She was fucking around with a black dude. He had something to say about that. Like that nigga had his Donald Sterling moment. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like I can't stand that nigga. And, and niggas love Hulk Hogan for some fucking reason. <laughs> niggas love Hulk Hogan. That's, the, that's that wrestling fan and niggas. Like, niggas love Hulk Hogan and wrestling. And, and to say the truth, I'm, I'm probably gonna get killed for this from a lot of motherfucking me wrestling fans. But I'm not a big Hulk Hogan fan when it came to wrestling. That lame ass signature move, that lame ass leg drop. <laughs> that nigga was John Cena before John Cena. <laughs> That nigga Hulk Hogan was John Cena before John Cena, man. But it's it's just real talk. I always felt like Hulk Hogan was just a pure culture vulture. Like, it's like niggas just always bigged him up because niggas love wrestling. But it was like, damn, man. This nigga, this nigga was a real life motherfucking me culture vulture. Niggas go at Vlad. Niggas go at motherfucking me. Um, Niggas went at Vanilla Ice. (laughs) Niggas went at her. Niggas go at every motherfucking white dude in the game, man. But niggas, niggas refused to go at motherfucking me, Hulk Hogan. And all I got to say is Hulk Hogan is probably the first motherfucking culture vulture we've ever seen. The, the truest form there is. He's the big boss. <laughs> He's the motherfucking me big boss, man. Moving on, man. I ain't gonna hold you man. I came across this video, man. I, I found it kind of interesting, man. It was this uh, little cartoon clip from Cartoon Network. um, And it was kind of making its way. It was kind of going viral because a lot of people were saying that the video was um uh, you know trying to rewrite history trying to, it was it was bringing awareness to you know the black the black history that was being erased, erased I should say um from the teachings in school and things of that nature and and I wanted to make sure I kept my platform because that was one of the reasons why I started this podcast you know is to make sure I brought light to, to you know black history to to prominent figures in in our culture uh to shine light you know to be a to be a voice in our culture you know what i mean um, and when I seen that Cartoon Network was doing it, was launching this concert, was, was launching this, um, basically trying to rewrite history, basically trying to let these kids know about the, the the prominent black figures that was being lost in the teachings that we've been having, and ha- we've been having in our schoolings for all this time. Um, I just wanted to make sure I came on my platform, and I said shout out to Cartoon Network, and I want to say thank you, Cartoon Network, for doing that. Um, and the main reason why I want to do that is because you know, over the last couple years, man. Um, you know, I'm 25 years old, man. I don't, I don't watch no fucking cartoons. I'm, every once in a while, you know what I'm saying? You'll catch my high ass. You know what I'm saying? High as a motherfucker on the couch eating some grapes. I may throw on a motherfucker me DC animated. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Justice League, Batman flick or some shit until I go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? That's as far as it go. You know so I'm I'm not one of them niggas that's deep into the anime. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of them niggas that's like that. But I do understand the culture of anime um and i do understand niggas is into cartoons now being into cartoons it's like one of those vintage things that niggas is into right now um and but the main reason why i wanted to bring this up man is because over the last couple years it's like a lot of motherfuckers been having a lot of opinions on the the, the 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 uh the 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 um how should i put this man a lot of motherfuckers been having a lot of say so about the appearance of gay people of gay figures on cartoons um, the roles of gay characters and things of that nature, motherfuckers, would have any opinions of that uh, feeling that that's being forced upon the kids. Um, so they've been feeling like they've been to deal with that in their household, um, and I, and I have my own opinion about that. I do think that it does come a, a point in time to where it's like, damn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, kids. I, I do think you have to be, you should be a certain age before you are introduced to sexual shit. Um, I, I don't want to be a hypocrite, you know what I'm saying. I, I can only imagine. I had my first kiss, you know what I'm saying, when I was in, what, second grade? You know what I mean? That A kiss is sexual. You know what I mean? However you thought, a a kiss is sexual. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And and it only progressed from there. You know what I mean? It's not like motherfuckers didn't know what what video vixes and shit was in in the fourth and fifth grade and shit like that. So it it only progressed. I don't want to be a hypocrite. So I I do understand the world has evolved. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be a hypocrite when it comes to gay shit. Um, being in cartoons, it's not like gay people don't exist in the world, um, but I do understand the, the the importance of having that conversation. And when it comes to people having an opinion, a negative opinion about that being portrayed in cartoons and having their kids being able to be, uh, you know, being, you know, being open to that shit at such a young age and have to deal with that shit in their household. I just think there should be a, 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 a an acknowledgement, a show of gratitude towards Cartoon Network for putting this in, in in on their platform and letting kids know that no, there weren't just these few figures in in history, you know, in, in black history that had who did something. You know what I mean? I just think that there should be a show of gratitude towards Cartoon Network for that. Uh and I much light up blocked at Cartoon Network, why don't you? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I came on this motherfucker, man. And said that shit before I forgot, man. It's a lot of shit going on this week. Um, I didn't want to see that shit get lost in the sauce, man. Because like I said, man, a lot of people be having an opinion about, you know what I'm saying, gay shit being on cartoons and shit like that. I'm not one of the people who got who has anything against gay people, I have gay family members. Um, and I feel like everybody has gay family members. Everybody always say that they got gay family members, they have nothing against their gay relatives. I never thought of my gay relatives is you know what I'm saying? The niggas had the cooies and those shit like that. I just always didn't, I just didn't talk about them. I just didn't talk to them about certain shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like my gay cousin, I ain't tell that nigga about bitches. You know what I'm saying? That, that just what not we talked about. You know what I'm saying? We talked about motherfucking Yu-Gi-Oh cars and shit like that. And now that we will be older, hey nigga, what's up? Nigga, How, 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 how your mom and them doing? How everybody doing? You know what I'm saying? How you doing, my nigga? We'll we don't, we do not talk about certain shit, but it's not like you know what I'm saying, there's 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 anything against. Motherfucking me gay people. So I always thought that that was a conversation that needed to be held. And I always thought, I always understood, you know, some certain parents and certain households having a problem with the uh, portrayal of gay figures and and homosexual figures in cartoons and shit like that. Uh, So I wanted to make sure that I came on my platform and just, you know, I'm saying shit and and, and little blunt to motherfucking me Cartoon Network for for even uh, attempting to rewrite, you know, I'm saying history, letting kids know that. Know that what you're being taught in school isn't the whole truth. You have to be uh, wary of the people who's giving you the source. You have to be wary of the source, you know what I'm saying? Moving on, man. Uh, a few episodes ago, man. How I don't know how many episodes ago this was, man. But I told you, niggas, a vaccine was coming, man. I told you about the reports that a vaccine was coming. Um, It has been re- announced that FDA has approved a Pfizer. Is it Pfizer's? I don't know how to pronounce that shit. I think it's Pfizer's. Um, a, a Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for emergency distribution in the U.S., um, It's going to be on some Oprah shit. <laughs> you get a vaccine. You get a vaccine. You get a vaccine. <laughs> it's going to be on some straight Oprah shit, man. Um, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> I ain't fucking with it, cuz. I ain't fucking with it at all, man. Like I told y'all on past episodes, bro, I'm not one of them niggas that trust the motherfucking me government. I'm not one of those niggas who believe everything that I see on the net. I'm not one of those niggas that just believe what the white man tell me. You know what I'm saying? Or the black man. <laughs> I don't believe shit. <laughs> but it's, it's just one of those things, man. I got to see how this shit go, man. I got to see a motherfucker get the vaccine and live for five, ten years before I get this shit. I don't want them people. I feel like I got COVID, you know what I'm saying, back in what, February? Um, I'm sorry. No, yeah, February. I fuck. Like I had it back in February, man. I was sick for like three to four months um, before all this shit really broke off. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I had COVID before that shit. Um, I've, I've been feeling good ever since. You know what I'm saying? Knock on wood, of course. Um, But it's just one of those things. Man, I'm not one of those people that just believe in getting vaccines like that. Like I can told you, I don't even remember last time I got the flu shot, my nigga. And I ain't had the flu in so long. I don't even remember the time I ever even had the fucking flu. So it's just one of those things where I'm, I'm cool on, on the vaccine. I'm not against anybody going to go get that shit. Um, it's, it, like I said on past episodes, it's, it's up to you, man. Whether you believe in a government or not, man, I don't want those niggas fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> you got me all types of fucked though. You think I'm finna get the vaccine, my nigga. So don't come on the Until Further Notice podcast Think you finna get all types of vaccine talk, man. But I told you, niggas, a few episodes ago it's going to be a vaccine coming pretty short. Um, the reports that came out, and as FDA has approved that the shit's is coming out, man, like I said, it's going to be some straight Oprah shit. I wouldn't be surprised if motherfuckers start going crazy over that shit, to be honest with you, man. That going to be a high demand. Um, like I said, I believe the case is up to 3,000 deaths per day um, with COVID. So it's it's pretty, it's pretty, it's still pretty serious, man. COVID is still pretty motherfucking me serious. Uh, so I can only imagine how shit is going to be turned up in the next couple of weeks um, with the release of uh, the new vaccine. Uh, moving on, man. Moving on. Yo, I ain't going to fake it. <laughs> Your girl got mad at me, man, because I told her nowadays there's only like 10 different faces on women. Um <laughs> uh, and she didn't understand what I meant by that. And I was trying to explain myself, but she was just getting too upset. I was telling her, like, when nowadays when you look online, we look on social media, um, and you see the bitches that's popping, you see the bitches that's trending, when you look on your explore page, um, when you look on all the rap on all the bitches that the rappers is dating, we look at all the bitches that that's that's famous, that's in these fashion. Um, you know, what I'm saying these fashion walkthroughs, all this shit like that. It's only like ten different faces. Like all these motherfuckers getting plastic surgery, and they all starting to look the same. They all starting to get the same type of body. You know, what I'm saying they all getting the same type of nose job, all getting the same type of motherfucking faces and, and 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 lips done and shit like that. And she got mad at me for saying that shit. <laughs> now I don't know if I'm an asshole. <laughs> now I'm starting to realize as 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 a, as a young man. There's just certain shits that you can't say to women. Uh, there's just certain conversations that you can't say to women, especially a woman who's expressed to you in the past that she's wanted a BBL, a, a Brazilian butler. <laughs> if a woman has expressed to you in the past that she's wanting to go under the knife, you can't really say shit negative about women who go under, up under the knife, especially if you're trying to fuck that knife. <laughs> if you're trying to fuck that knife, you got, you got to pump up Dr. Miami. You gotta be trying to get Dr. Miami number for real. You gotta be trying to get a promo code or some shit from Dr. Miami. <laughs> but it just how that shit goes. It's like, I talk my, I'm, like, I'm like, when you look online, it's like it's only like 10 different faces. It's, it's only like two different body types. You know what I'm saying? Either you're going with the natural or you're going with the shit up on the knife. The shit up on the knife all look the same. All look the same. You just try and go out, shade of skin at that point. <laughs> You trying to see how far that perky take you at that point. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm looking at the shit. But she got mad at me for, for, for saying that shit. And I, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you can't say certain shit to women. Like I said, I'm starting to learn that shit as I get older, man. Um, but it's like the, I'm starting to see women. I'm starting women that I know. You know what I'm saying? With straight ass, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Women that I know is straight ass. Like shit back there. She... She she's dragging that wagon. When wagon Wednesdays drop, she's posting, and shit's getting likes. You know what I'm saying? I I know bitches like that, but they still talking about getting Brazilian butt lifts and shit like that. Like and these bitches is only like in their mid twenties. Like it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, it truly is crazy, man. We it's like the older I get, it's like the more we get into the uh, later years in life, man. It's like plastic surgery, man. It's, it's becoming more. And more rapid, my nigga. And there's a lot of bitches having plastic surgery before they even have kids. Before they body even fully developed. Like I said, man, I've been fucking older bitches since I was like 17. You know what I'm saying? So, me personally, I know by the time a a woman hit, you know what I'm saying, 29. eh, That body started looking a little bit different. (laughs) So, you got women getting plastic surgery. Before they real body even kicked in. Like, bitch, bitch, you ain't you 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 exhausted your prime before you even ran through it. Like, like you, you your your real body ain't even came in. Say so, so when you see that, bro, it, 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 it just becomes alarming, man. It makes you think about what what's to come in the future. is gonna just be replacing shit, just replace shit. Just because you already got motherfucking me, mean, what what's TI uh wife ain't tiny? She changed her motherfucking me eye color. Like, when have you ever just sat back and thought about changing your fucking eye color, bitch? Get contacts. Like, like, what's going on? <laughs> like, she wanted to change her whole eye color. Like that shit popping over there in Africa. Like, like the evolution. The motherfuckers is trying to the evolution of people, man, and technology, and what motherfuckers is doing to their body is motherfucking me alarming. Um, the reason why I really wanted to bring that shit up on the podcast, man. Uh, it's because a, a, a young Instagram model, you know what I'm saying? I, I, she used to be a, see, I believe this is that World Star Cam girl. Uh, her name was Jocelyn Cano. Uh, she she died up under the knife, bro. She went in there and got caught, tried to get cosmetic surgery. Um, and due to, uh, due to complications, she died up under the knife. She was only 29 years old. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of her right now, bro. I don't even like She should have stopped getting the surgery, but it's not like it looks super bad. But it's like she should have. Been, there, there's no reason to keep going, getting surgery. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers didn't know what was going on with her. Motherfuckers just knew she had a, an appointment to get some shit done. She she stopped posting shit. Motherfuckers is it just be motherfuckers is a, is a, is attracted to that lifestyle, man? Like we all know when we when we get on social media, my nigga, we we know the bitches that's popping, bro. We know the bitches that that ain't gotta that, that ain't gotta do shit, but but post pictures half naked with motherfucking tea packets. <laughs> in their hand and shit like that. We've seen these bitches. But we all know the lifestyle that they live, bro. We all know where it takes. You know so I'm saying? We all know it takes to, to go up on the knife. We all know it takes the the, the 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 12 hours a day in the fucking gym. We all know it takes the fucking eating and throwing up and shit like that. Like these bitches is killing themselves for the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy that 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 that's what it's come to like I like I said, man, on past episodes, bro. Like I said on past motherfucking me episodes. I said on my social media all the time. When I was growing up, bitches was CNAs, bitches was nurses and shit. <laughs> bitches had jobs. <laughs> now it's like all these bitches is Instagram models and all these bitches got iPhones and all these bitches is models now. Like it's kind of crazy. And and what comes with that, that that chasing that that fame, chasing that, 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 that glory. Is is getting sit down to your body, making you feel like your body is wrong, making making these hoes feel like their body ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit is kind of crazy, man. She was 29 years old. They call her the Mexican Kim Kardashian, bro. Like even, even 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 that, yo, you you've known you're known as the Mexican Kim Kardashian. Like we all know what the, the stigma of Kim Kardashian is. You're known as the Mexican version of that, my nigga. Like it's just. This shit is crazy, man. So I want to say rest in peace to Jocelyn Candle, man. I want to say, please, women, stop getting all this unnecessary ass, you know what I'm saying, plastic surgery. Um, plastic surgery was meant for women after they didn't drop some, drop some babies or up in age when them titties started sagging. You know what I'm saying? When when shit started looking a little bit crazy, like you got you just got motherfuckers getting surgery done just to keep up with the Joneses, like, goddamn. Like it's getting kind of scary, man. It's getting kinda of scary. So I want to say rest the pitch to Jocelyn Cannon one more time, man. Send my prayers and condolences to her. Um, send my prayers to any of you, any women out there that just fuck. they gotta do this shit just to to get shit popping, man. It ain't that serious, babe. <laughs> it really ain't that serious. Niggas like me, we love natural bodies still. I prefer it. <laughs> Trust me, I prefer it. Now am I gonna fuck that fake booty bitch? I'm gonna fuck that fake booty bitch. <laughs> But I'm, am, am I gonna am I gonna love me a natural booty bitch? I'm gonna love that natural booty bitch. That's just how the game go. <laughs> That's just how this shit go, babe. Twigs, um, his ex, um, uh, seeing she is suing. Sh- sh- uh, damn, you can't even say that shit fast. Uh, by his ex, FKA Twigs, uh, she is suing Shia LaBeouf. Um, citing relentless abusive relationship. Um, it's fucked up, man. Um, but it does make me wonder, you know what I'm saying? When you fucking with somebody, um, as a man, you know, so you never want to find yourself in this situation. Um, I, me personally, I feel any man that put his hands on a woman is 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 a, is a, is a scumbag ass nigga, and he got to get dealt with. Um, but I do understand, you know what I'm saying? In certain, in certain instances, you have to defend yourself, you got to defend your family and shit like that. So I don't want to be a hypocrite, you um, But in this instance, when you do find yourself in this certain situation, um as a man uh do you appreciate a woman just going suing you for the bag or do you rather her go through legal and go through the through the cops (laughs) and the reason why i say that man because either or is fucked up don't get me wrong it's fucked up you don't want to be associated with dv um you never want to be associated with being an abusive relationship with a woman ever in your life the type of the type of um, stigma that comes with that can be damaging to one's career. And like I said, any person that does that, vice versa, man or female, if you if you're an abusive partner, um, I, I feel you know what I'm saying you should be getting you should get dealt with, you know what I'm saying? You should get whatever comes your way. Uh, but as a man, you know what I'm saying? I, I can only imagine how this would have went if Shia LaBeouf was being walked out of a fucking off off a movie set in handcuffs because charges were being filed against him for domestic violence. It, it, it just got a different feel to it. You know what I'm saying? It's got a different feel. Like, just knowing that he's being sued for this shit, it's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? But if one's mind, they can be like, all right, some shit happened in that relationship. But is it? was it some crazy enough shit to make her want to go press charges? Nah. It, it just leaves it up for, for even more speculation is all I'm saying. You know, I, I don't feel like motherfuckers is coming down hard on Shia LaBeouf, you know what I'm saying, for possible domestic violence because it's, it's in a lawsuit. It's a, it's a civil suit, basically. It's, she's suing him for money. You know what I mean? It, it just don't hold the same amount of weight as if you were to say this thing, like I said, being walked off a movie set, you know I'm saying, in handcuffs for domestic violence. It just don't hold the same amount of weight. You know, so I, my question is, as a man, Damn, do you appreciate? Do you appreciate your boo boo? <laughs> do you appreciate your boo boo? If she sue you <laughs> for the bag, or do you, or or are you were more upset if she go the legal route and get you locked up? Because that that's that's a question. Like I, said, I I'm still, I'm, I'm seeing the the impact that that's having on this nigga Shia LaBeouf. He just released an apology and basically said like, Yo, I'm not in a position to say what how I made others feel. You know what I'm saying? If I made you feel bad, I am sorry. <laughs> Especially y'all, that nigga said, motherfucker just kept you pushing. So it, it, it's it's like, damn, would you just rather her sue you for the bag? Is it all about money at the end of the day? Does money really cure every motherfucking thing? That's, I I only I didn't know who FKA Twigs was. Um, that's it's, her, her her stats isn't isn't important, but it is important. It's like, damn, Shia LaBeouf is a huge fucking movie star. A huge fucking movie star. So you would think the associating with domestic violence or even an abusive relationship would, would tarnish his reputation, or at least tarnish his, his his reputation for at least the next couple of years. You would think at least nigga, at least you got going to hide for a little bit. You would think it'd be a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, media attention on the shit. But I guess not, man. I wanted to make sure I brought on my platform because we all know if this was an African American af- actor, like say I said, I hate to bring his name up, but this is Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? if this, if this was Lake, LaKeith Stanfield, you know what I'm saying? A, a, any young popping black actor right now, man, this should have been popping, man. Niggas have been getting pulled out. Just how he did the nigga that played Easy E. That nigga was on that on that show the shy. That nigga had allegations against him from, from a fucking uh from a, a fucking co star on the show. That nigga been going through it. <laughs> That nigga been going through it, so we all know what it would be if this was a, a black actor. And, like I said, like I said at the beginning of this segment, man, I love Shia LaBeouf, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Shia LaBeouf. But I wanted to make sure I put it on my platform. They know this is going through some shit that I don't believe is being shined enough light upon, you know what I mean? But it does make the difference. Damn, would you rather your wife just sue you for the bag? Or would you rather motherfucking be go through a legal route and you try to pull your way through court? The bad cures all, my friend. <laughs> the bad cures all. Uh, moving on, man. That's like my favorite motherfucker. That's like my segment on this show, man. Moving on. When the merch line drops, that's going that's definitely gonna be one of the shirts, man. I ain't gonna fake it. He's gonna say moving on, man. <laughs> uh, uh, moving on, man. Let's get to Shia LaBeouf, man. It's fucked up, man. Damn, Shia. Damn. You know, I've been fucking with Shia LaBeouf, man, pretty much all my motherfucking me, all my life since my childhood, man. Even Stevens, for real, man. You got Even Stevens, you got Transforms, you got Disturbia. All this shit, man. Pretty much anything Shia LaBeouf is in, man, I always make it make it one of my things to watch it, man, because I feel like I've grown up with Shia LaBeouf. I've watched him grow. I always feel like his niggas like Motherfuckers like Shia LaBeouf, Kiki Palmer, you know what I'm saying? Nick Cannon, like motherfuckers like that who I, I seen when they was kids, like uh Ken and N. K. Like when you see motherfuckers as kids and, and you see them grow up and you see them doing shit as, as adults still, you always want to make sure you tap in with their work to just see what the fuck they what they doing. You know what I'm saying? You always have a certain connection with them and shit like that. And I always felt like that was Shia LaBeouf, man. I even watched the fucking tax collector just because Shia LaBeouf was in it. And that shit was definitely over motherfucking me hype. Uh, but Shia LaBeouf is my nigga, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but apparently, man, Shia LaBeouf is some deep shit, man. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about movies right now. We ain't talking about all the the, the, the high shit and the antics, man. Right now, Shia LaBeouf is being sued. You know what I'm saying? He's being sued by FKA. Right, moving on, man. You know, in past episodes, like last week's episode, the week before, Matt I came here and I was talking about Lizzo. And I was talking about her, uh, you know, in, her, in, a, in a mirror showing of her body and she's shaking her thigh meat and shit like that. And I was offended by that shit, man. I truly was offended by that shit. And I still am offended by that shit. And I, and I never want to see that shit again. <laughs> I never want to see that shit again. Um, but I do want to come on here and apologize to Lizzo. And the reason why I want to do that, man, is because... You know, you know, as of recently, man, footage of surfaced, you know, the net pictures and shit like that has been surfacing of her, you know, what I'm saying losing weight and things like that. And motherfuckers been in the comments bashing Lizzo for losing fucking weight, bro. Like I I, I didn't mean to come on this podcast, you know. What I'm saying? I didn't mean to come on this podcast and, and body shame Lizzo or or make it seem like I have anything to do with big people. Like I said, no, I'm I'm a big person, my motherfucking self. You know what I'm saying? I'm 248. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm big. You know what I'm saying? I'm 6'3. I'm, I'm a big guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been 297. You know what I'm saying? I, I fucked fat girls. I fucked with fat girls. I find fat, some fat girls attractive. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to come on here and, and make it sound like I was bashing Lizzo and bashing her body and things of that nature. I was, It was just one of those things where it just didn't appease me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was one of those things I didn't find attractive. Um, but when you see motherfuckers in her comment section bashing her because she's losing weight, my nigga, it just it's like, damn, you, you really can't win for losing. You know what I'm saying? So it made me sit back and think as I was hitting the ball, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, was I in the who who the fuck am I? You know, so who, who the fuck am I to come on my platform and and even comment on her body to even have an opinion on her body? It's not like she sent the video to me. Um uh, so I wanted to make sure I came on my platform and apologize to that black queen. Um, if I sent any negative way, any 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 negative light towards her, any negative energy towards her, you know what I'm saying? I want to apologize for that, even though I'm pretty sure she didn't even hear that shit. Um, nobody in her camp heard that shit. I'm pretty sure of it. But I'm this type of person, man. I believe in karma, man. I believe in energy, man. The older I get, I'm starting to believe in that shit more and more, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to make sure I came on her and apologize. Because at the end of the day, what she does with her body and how she feels with her body has nothing to do with me. And to see motherfuckers picking on motherfuckers for losing weight, it's like, God damn. <laughs> like, like, usually when motherfuckers is fat and motherfuckers talk about them, it's like you you hope they start to lose weight. But it's like when she's losing weight, it's like the motherfuckers that she, I guess that felt that she was, you know what I'm saying, being a positive role model for them feeling a certain type of way she want to be healthy now. It's like, God damn, bro. It's like you really can't lose you really can't win for losing, man. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure I say I am sorry, Liz. I send my I send my apologies. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to do with your body baby, you do. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful black Queen, you get to that bag, man. It is what it is at the end of the day. Um you, you look good. You're losing weight. <laughs> you look fucking good. Uh moving on. Hey, I know niggas seen it. Hey, I said I know niggas seen it. (laughs) I know niggas seen a dipset freestyle, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I watched that shit, man. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of dipset, man. I'm a huge fan of dipset. I'm a huge fan of Cameron. Huge fan of Cameron. Cameron probably one of the coolest niggas. He top he top three coolest niggas in the world to me, man. It goes Snoop Dogg, you know what I'm saying? Cameron and I don't know me. <laughs> we we the top three coolest niggas in the world, man. But I always felt like I always felt like Dipset was one of those groups, man, who whose impact on 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 the culture was just super big. Like I, I always felt like G Unit was a better group than than Dipset, but I always felt like Dipset had a way bigger impact on the culture than G Unit did. Like you go, if you take Fifty Cent out the equation, I don't think G Unit has the same type of impact that that Dipset did. And Dip said, man, they released the motherfucking me freestyle. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a New York Knicks and Kith, um, you know what I'm saying, uh collaboration. They did a, a freestyle with that at the Madison Square Garden on the hardwood floor. I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. That shit was whack as a motherfucker. <laughs> that shit was wack as a motherfucker. Like me, to me, Cameron killed the shit. But it's like, man, jewels man. I Every time I see that nigga J-Juels, man, I just think about taking better care of my teeth, bro. It's like that nigga teeth, it's like his teeth gone. He got like big ass dentures or something And this shit. Like, like Jewel, it's like to me, Joel's too young for his teeth to be like that, bro. And it's like, it's like I, I can't even listen to his raps the same. Like they ain't the same nigga that was singing Mike Check, Mike Check, one, two, one, two. They ain't the same nigga, bro. Like, I was listening to his freestyle, like, bro. Turn, I, I fast forward, like, turn this nigga the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Jim Jones, man, I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm fucking with Jim Jones. I be fucking with his albums and shit like that, man, when he dropped, but That that freestyle, I'm not looking for a Jim Jones freestyle, man. That, that shit just wasn't it, you know what I'm saying? But it is always good to see Dipset together, bro. You always know about the, the shit they be going through, you know what I'm saying, behind the scenes like that. You uh, do know they got back together, I believe it was like a year or two ago, you know what I'm saying, on stage and shit like that. They had a little tour, and that was when G-Wells proposed to his wife, Kim Bella, and shit like that. Um, so shit is always nice when you see one of your, the, the the legends get together, man, especially one of the, the crews, man, because crews don't be sticking together like that in hip-hop culture, man. Um, when you see niggas put, put aside their differences shit like that, man, and, and still be able to get to a bag together, man, especially throughout these hard-ass times throughout the 2020, like I said, top of the show, man. Can't do nothing but salute motherfuckers that's getting to a bag, man. Um, but I do have to say, man, in all honesty, that freestyle was whack as a motherfucker, But I ain't going to fake it. Well, <laughs> like, like, it's, it's only so much praise you can you can shine towards niggas. Like, that freestyle wasn't it. Like, they, they could have kept that shit. I don't even like Kif like that. Uh, they could have kept that shit. <laughs> they could have kept that shit, you feel me? <laughs> uh, moving on real fast, man, for all my gamers, man. Um, CD project Red—they uh, confirmed it. Almost a decade in development. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 has already made back a profit um, in just one fucking day, bro. They made back a profit in one fucking day. That's that's just a testament, man. To stay and dedicated to the motherfucking grind, man. That's letting niggas. That's letting. That's letting all creators out there know, man. You just gotta stay dedicated, man. You just gotta stay with the motherfucking grind. You got if you see the bigger picture, man, it's the only thing that matters, man. This game was in development for over a fucking decade, bro. Like for almost a fucking decade, these niggas were developing this fucking game. And to make back your profit in one to make a profit in one day, that's fucking nuts, bro. Like obviously, man, this game is this is the biggest game out right now. I've been hearing a lot of things about it, good and bad. Um, when it comes to you know next generation. Um, to all next gen consoles xbox one and ps5 i've heard nothing but great things about the game um anything other you know what i'm saying on pc and on you know regular xbox and uh, on ps4s and shit like that you've been hearing a lot of complaints and things of that nature But that's only because i've heard that the game was was built for next gen like you shouldn't even buy the game if you don't have a next gen console so with that being said I really can't say anything bad about the motherfucking me game. Um, I might to make sure I brought it on my, on my podcast, man, about just stand down to the motherfucking me grind, dog. Because even throughout this short time of the podcast, like I said, I go through the highs and lows with this shit. You got your good days. You got your bad days. You got your good reviews. You got your bad reviews. You got motherfuckers that leave you because motherfuckers, the shit the shit you say. You got motherfuckers that don't like the shit you say on certain topics. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's how this shit goes as a creator. Um, so as a creator, when you see somebody that's dedicated to, to a certain you know, what I'm saying, idea for nearly a decade, bro, and to see it pay off in such a huge way, to see them make a profit in one fucking day during the fucking pandemic, <laughs> that shit is fucking crazy, man. So I just want to say shout out to motherfucking me, CD, um, Project Red, um, on, on a huge accomplishment, man, on a huge fucking success, on a huge game. Uh, me personally, man, I'm you if y'all know me personally, man, you know I'm a gamer, man. I got a PS4. I've always had, you know, a, a PlayStation, you know what I'm saying, from day one. Um, I don't know when I'm getting the PS5, man, even if I get it. Uh, for certain for some reason, man, I'm just not too too hype on getting that motherfucker right now. Like it's just something about the PS5 is is not I don't know if it's because you know what I'm, saying, I'm hitting a certain a certain shroud in my life where gaming just ain't that important right now like so i use my ps4 for pretty much everything you know what i'm saying i watch it on my ps4 my movies my youtube and all that shit like i when i do want to hop on a game and i'm you know on some hot shit i hop on there but, but i don't know when i'm hopping on the, on the next gen phase man it'll probably be another year i ain't gonna fake it man um some got some got to give some got to happen for me to really want to be into it right now i'm really locked in on this podcast shit, man i'm really locked down on this life shit, man my life right now is really i feel like my world is getting bigger man you know what i'm saying within these last couple weeks in this last uh month and a half two months man it's like my world has been getting a lot bigger man and right now i don't i don't really have the time to really be just sitting around playing the game and shit like that so i don't really know when i'm gonna get that motherfucking me that that ps5 man but Trust and believe, man. When I do get that shit, all that shit probably going to change like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm probably going to build that motherfucker heavy. So, who knows, man? Um, but I, I wanted to make sure I came on her and made sure I, I talked about CD project and the huge success they having with Cyberpunk 2077. Uh like I said, with Keanu Reeves being being affiliated with that. Um, that's a huge success, man. To have a profit in one fucking day during the during the crazy fucking year of 2020. That's fucking crazy, man. Uh, if you guys been playing the game, man, hit me up on social media. Let me know if you guys... Um, your reviews on the game—if you like it or not—I haven't, like I said, I haven't played it myself, but I've been seeing mixed reviews on it. Um, on any, you know, what I'm saying PS4s and regular Xboxes and PCs and stuff like that. But any next gen, it's been nothing but outstanding reviews from that game, man. Uh moving on, man. I want to say welcome home to Roddy Rebel, man. Welcome, motherfucking home to Roddy Rebel, man. Um, it's good to see a nigga come home. Um, I do think i seen news that Bobby Smurf should be coming home next December or some shit like that. Um, hopefully we can get that sped up as well, man. Because uh, We all know that Bobby Smurf took a longer sentence just to make sure he matched uh, what the nigga Roddy Rebel was doing so Roddy didn't get a longer sentence. So uh, he did some real nigga shit, man. So we hopefully Bobby Smurf will be coming home pretty soon. But I do think i seen reports that he'll be coming home December 1st of next year. Don't quote me on that, but I do think it's December of next year. Um, but all in all, man, I seen a video in there, Roddy Rebel, you know what I'm saying, posted up with Hella chains on, looking good, feeling good. It's good to see real niggas come home, man. Especially when you see fuck niggas like 6 9 do some bullshit, snitch, and come home and, and try to get shit popping. And you love to see the world, you know what I'm saying, had a proper reaction to that shit, man. Niggas roll around doing all that trolling shit, and numbers wasn't doing the same, man. You gotta get niggas like that out the fucking way. Uh get out the way for real niggas. You know what I'm saying? So I want to say once again, man, welcome home to rowdy motherfucking rebel, man. Um, this week's, you know. <clears throat> uh moving on, man. We'll move on to my favorite segment of the podcast, um, uh, which is the Love Thy Hero pod uh segment. Um, this week's Love Thy Hero goes out to John Witherspoon, man. AKA Pops, man. Um, rest in peace to John, motherfucking me witherspoon. uh the reason why I wanted to make them this week's Love Thy Hero is simply because you know, man. You know, as I get as I jump to this creator space, this content game, man. Um, and even as a, even as a child, I man. I've always just been one, somebody that wanted to be remembered. You know, so I want to leave an impact on the people that come into my life. I'm um, always want to leave a positive impact, a resounding impact. Um, I want to be a positive influence among the people that come into my life. Um, and I always look, always admire um, people like John Witherspoon, um, who did a fucking role. Thirty years ago, forty years ago, um, that spanned that spanned across generations. You know what I mean? That man, that man touched. He touched so many households. Um, in the black community, um, you know, just from <laughs> that role in Friday, on um, his role in Boomerang. It's just John Witherspoon is a legend. You know what I mean? His, his days running around, you know, as being a stand-up comedian, you know, with Richard Pryor and things of that nature. It just it just his career was so long man he was doing it up until the day that he died doing things that he loved you know what i mean i just wanted to make sure i came on my podcast and and, and give him his flowers you know i'm sad that i wasn't able to give him his flowers while he was still alive you know he's always been one of my favorite actors one of my favorite comedians um and now that i have this podcast man, i want to make sure i came on here and sean to somebody that i always had nothing but great respect and, and love for man so i want to say once again, man, rest in peace to John Pops Witherspoon, Um, and shout out for being this week's Love Thy Hero. Uh, uh, moving on, man. Let's get to the quick hitters, man. Let's get through sports, man. Uh, I mean, uh, since the last podcast, was last week's episode, man, the uh, All the Smoke episode with Paul George was released. Um, You know, Paul George, that was a big interview for them. Uh, he basically did a lot of, you know, talking about, you know, his his lackluster season and lackluster performance from the Clippers and shit like that. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me was well, the one quote that stood out that got everybody, you know, that everybody caught eye was when he was talking about, you know, he said, I'm back with my trainer and I'm at, that I had my MVP season and I'm locked in and I'm on motherfuckers asses. You know what I'm saying? And when you first look at that, that's what you want your star player to say. Like, If I'm a Clipper fan, if I'm a Clipper fan. I'm like, yeah, okay, we on, we on the Lakers' ass, we on LeBron' ass. He getting old, LeBron getting old, AD brittle. Like, yeah, like if you're a Clipper fan and if you're a LeBron, if you're a Laker hater, that's what you want to hear. But when I sit back and I think about that shit, you know, as I hit my, as I as I, as I sit back, you know, I, on my couch, I smoke my weed, I eat my grapes, you know what I'm saying, looking good, feeling good, staying safe as I can. It, it, it dawned upon me that Paul George never won the MVP. <laughs> like, like Paul George didn't even win that season. So what the fuck are you talking about? He talking about some shit that he didn't even come in second place in. Like, think about LeBron said some shit like that. If LeBron came out in a press conference and said, I'm back with the train, I had my MVP season. Niggas are like, what you talking about back in 2012? Nigga, eight years ago? Niggas are giving LeBron flack for some shit being down there a decade old. This nigga Paul George didn't even win the MVP. And he talking about he on motherfuckers' ass because he back with his trainer that he had his MVP season. Like, first of all, who has an MVP like season then leave their trainer? That doesn't even make fucking sense. Like, at this point, this nigga Paul George is running out of shit to say, my nigga. I ain't gonna fake it. <laughs> he just running out of shit to say that nigga was talking about Doc Rivers using him like Ray Allen. Coming off pin downs and shit like that. But when you look at the statistics, this nigga was using the pick and roll. <laughs> this nigga wasn't even being used in pin downs and shit like that, for real. Like, this nigga Paul George, it just comes a point in time, bro, because I used to be the biggest Paul George supporter, man. Like, I, I really did. But it just comes a point in time where niggas just, you can't keep making excuses for niggas no more. You know what I'm saying? Like it just comes to a point in time. I'm tired of every time this nigga flame out in the playoffs, he having shoulder surgery in the offseason, and we blame it on that. I'm tired. I'm tired of the bullshit with Paul Jordan. His one, his one get out of jail free card was a year or two after coming back from the leg injury. When niggas didn't know he he was gonna be able to reestablish himself as a star in the league. Nigga, once you've been at, once you've proven that you can do that. Once you went to OKC, all of them excuses is out the window, bro. I don't want to hear shit else. I don't want to hear shit about niggas being hurt. I don't want to hear shit about niggas not having a training camp. The way this nigga Paul George be talking about, I swear to God, you would think he was Kyle Kuzma. All this shit Paul George be saying, that's the same shit Kyle Kuzman be saying. That's the same exact shit Kyle Kuzman be saying. I missed training camp. The boys was already rolling. I'm rusty. <laughs> That nigga Paul George been saying that shit for three fucking years now. It it just don't make sense to me no more, dog. It really don't. It it just don't. Nigga didn't even win MVP, and he tell me he going going back to his MVP season shit. Nigga, you didn't win MVP. So what the fuck are you really saying? (laughs) It don't even make sense, my nigga. But I guess. I I digress, man. Lakers and fire. Moving on, man. You know, it's fucked up, man. While we're sticking with basketball, I want to talk about Melo, man. Carmelo Anthony, man. It's fucked up because when you say Melo, you got to say which one you talking about now. <laughs> you really got to say which Melo you talking about now. If you, like, my age group, if you say Melo, I already know you're talking about Carmelo Anthony. But around 20, nigga, if you say Melo, niggas think nigga, you talking about a Melo ball. And it, it, it makes me think, bro, would, would, would niggas be able to steal Carmelo Anthony's nickname if he was the NBA champion, like imagine if, if Melo won a ring, would niggas be able to steal his nickname like that? Like I get that's Lamelo name and shit like that, but his name would have been something totally different. Like you don't see niggas name, nigga, well, nigga, that little nigga named Kobe White, we finna call that nigga something some different real soon. <laughs> Either he finna flame out, <laughs> or that nigga finna, or, or, or we finna call that nigga something different real fucking soon. I just think we, I just, it, it's fucked up that. The Mellow, when you think of the word Mellow, you think of a total different nigga now. <laughs> like, I think if Mellow established himself as an NBA champion, like, you ain't gonna never see another nigga come in and league His name King James. You ain't gonna never see that shit again. <laughs> you ain't gonna never see that shit again, buddy. <laughs> ain't gonna never be another nigga named King James in the motherfucking league unless Bronny take that shit. Unless Bronny come up with King James, ain't gonna be another nigga come up with that shit. And I think if that nigga Mellow was an NBA champion, we wouldn't be in this predicament because it's kind of fucked up when you really think about it. <laughs> it truly is fucked up. You can't let nothing nigga take your nickname, bro. <laughs> you can't let a nigga do that. <laughs> uh, that's it, man. Um, I ain't got nothing else for y'all, man. Um, wasn't too much going on this past week, so um, but you already know right we give it up on this end, man. I want to say shout out to everybody that's supporting the podcast on all platforms. Uh shout out to everybody that's making donos, man, to the podcast. Let's keep building this motherfucking me empire, man. The link and the cash app is in the bio. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and all platforms. that allowing you to review the podcast and rate the podcast. Um, you already know we give it up on this side, man. So it's all love these ways. Um, never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe, stay sharp, stay sane. And i holla at y'all next week, man. We getting closer to motherfucking me Christmas, cause <laughs> I'll holler at y'all next week, man. Peace.